0: Log Talk Radio I know the Bible is right It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Never Had It So Good Gospel 107 Pastor Williams believes if you have a question the Bible has the answers Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia South Carolina where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at imjesusholyghostchurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.
1: Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. You hear pastors say that every week because it is true. The Bible is right. And I'm glad about it. I say it every week. I'm so thankful that we have something that we can rely on, that we can go to, and it's the final authority. It it, it ends all arguments. And you uh, you don't believe it's this way, and I don't believe it's that way. And we look in the Bible, and Jesus says, do it thus, and that settles it. We do it thus, and we both get the victory. Amen? Glory to God. I'm glad the Bible is right. Well, beloved, you know that we're in the 21st, uh, the 21st chapter of Proverbs. We're down to the 30th verse. Glory to God. And I like it. I happen to like this verse a whole bunch, bunch of bunch of bunches. And it says in the King, I'm reading the first uh, a version is out of the King James Bible, the Protestant version. Okay, King James 2130, quote, There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. To me, that was obvious. I mean, I just, <laughs> how, how, how you, who, who would be crazy enough to come against God? God knows your thoughts before you even think them. God knew you in your mother's womb. God created the heavens, the earth, the universe. God has unlimited analytical computing power. Uh, there's no problem, no wisdom He has doesn't know or hasn't uh, 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 figured out. And and who how, you know, I've always thought this is just telling you in a few words. You can't win against God. I, I don't care who you what you think. You can't win against God. Okay, so that's the way I've always I've always kind. I read this verse, agreed with it, and moved on quickly because I agree with it a hundred percent. But tonight we need to look at it, Amen. So we're going to look at it, Amen. We heard it in the King James version, and now I want to read the uh, today's English version. Of Proverbs twenty one thirty, and it says, "Quote: Human wisdom, brilliance, insight, they are of no help if the Lord is against you." Oh my goodness! You wouldn't want the Lord against you, Amen. Glory to God! Thank God He ain't against us. But uh, human wisdom, brilliance, and insight—they're no help. No help if the Lord. Is against you And then in the positive thinking Bible Proverbs twenty-one thirty says Quote No matter how much you know Or what plans you make You can't defeat the Lord Well that's what I was saying In the very start of the show When I read that verse To me I could leave that verse quickly Because I was saying in my mind There's no beating God You can't beat God Until I go on to the next verse Amen Glory to God And then in the Today's living Bible it says Quote No one regardless of how Shrewd or well Advised he is Can stand against the Lord No one Regardless of how shrewd Or well advised he is Can stand against the Lord So if if a person's plans are in opposition to God's plans it cannot th- th- those plans cannot stand amen those plans cannot stand now uh, if you go to acts the 5th chapter the 39th verse acts 539 and acts 539 it says daniel a very learned uh um uh, Rabbi was talking to the Sanhedrin And he was talking about Peter and John Who had just got through uh, 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 Healing The paralytic at the gate beautiful And they were discussing What to do about them Because they wanted to They charged them not to preach at all Or teach in the name of Jesus And they were going to They were trying to figure out What are we going to do with these men And in Acts the fifth Chapter The 39th verse, um, this very noted uh, uh, rabbi stood up and was speaking to the Sanhedrin, and he said in verse 39, But well, let's go to 38 for context. And now I say unto you, refrain from these men and let them alone. For if this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, Ye cannot overthrow it, lest haply, haply ye be found even to fight against God. And to him they agreed. Amen? And so this very learned rabbi was telling the Sanhedrin, we can't fight against God. You guys can come up and come up with any kind of verdict you want. But if this thing be of God, we can't overthrow it. I don't care what we do. And so they recognized, There's no counsel, nor understanding, nor wisdom against God. So we're the great Sanhedrin, but we can't beat God, so they left off from those men. Amen? Why? Because there can be no success against God. Therefore, we must never be in in opposition to God or his plans. Amen? Why? Because the Bible says, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. In other words, what God says, that's what's going to, in the final analysis, that's what's going to stand. I don't care how much money you got, how, how shrewd you are, how, how much wisdom you have, all kinds of stuff. You got a lot of wisdom, but you don't have the wisdom God has. You don't have the wisdom God has. You don't have the wisdom to make a physical organism that light can go through and you can see the environment. How would you make an iris in the eye? Where would you start? Amen? You know, years ago I heard this. this uh, uh, these guys were talking. Now, I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to tell you what they said. They said scientists were talking. And they said, we finally, that is the scientist." the scientists said, we finally discovered how to make life. So we're just as smart as God. We, we can make life. He made life, and we know how in the laboratory we can make life. And so they challenged God, and they said, God, we can do the same thing you can. We can, we can make life in the laboratory. We know about bacteria. We know all kinds of stuff. We can do the same thing you can. So it was said that God told them, well, make an earth then if you can do make an earth. I made it earth. You make an earth. So they said, "Okay, we can do that." And they reached down and they took a handful of dirt. And God said, "Oh no. Oh no, no, no. That's my dirt. That's my dirt. You got to make you got to make your own stuff. If you're going to challenge me, you got to make your own stuff. You can't come use my stuff and you going to make it and then say it's your stuff. Amen. Glory to God They had to leave off Now I don't know if that story is true But you get the gist of it Amen Glory to God God made the whole universe Out of nothing Out of nothing He just spoke it He just spoke it Let there be light And lo and behold Light appeared Where would that come from? He didn't go to Walmart And get him a box of light Amen Glory to God and, But those scientists They would have had to come up With their own stuff Amen Glory to God. But today's living Bible says no one can stand against the Lord, for you will run into it, 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 it. What that means, beloved, is that is that you can't stand against the Lord because there's all kind of supernatural spiritual laws in operation that will boomerang back on you. And if you try to do something against God or his plans, it's going to boomerang back on you, glory to God. You will, you will absolutely run into uh, his law, of, of, of the law of sowing and reaping, amen? What you, what you sow, you will reap. In Galatians 7, it says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That shall he also reap. Now, when I was thinking about that, that the immediate thing that came to me was what what happened to Satan when he came against God's anointed creatures, Adam and Eve. God had a plan. God said, this is the way it's going to be. Adam and Eve are going to be in the garden. And they can eat of every tree in the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they shall not eat of it. Amen. And Satan, he wasn't satisfied to have been thrown out of heaven the first time. He wanted to ascend into heaven again. Adam and Eve had the rule on the earth. God had given Adam and Eve dominion in the earth, and Satan wanted that dominion. And so he decided, he thought it out, and he decided to start to work a plan against God's plan. And he would use the serpent because the serpent was the most subtle. And therefore, he was so subtle that Adam and Eve wouldn't pick up on it. They wouldn't pick up on it. They wouldn't pick up on on a scheme because the serpent was so subtle. And so Satan began to work against God. And against God's plan And if you go to Genesis Genesis the third chapter You'll see that Satan Through the serpent Tricked Adam and Eve Go to Genesis This is most times I just read out the verses for you But you, you already know these But I want you to go to Genesis The third chapter And look at this And look at this And look at this Genesis 3.1, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, hath God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? The way he shaped that question was, it was a trick question. Amen. And then in 3.4, the woman had told him, I, I, can't eat of, I can eat of all the other trees but i can't eat the 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 fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and so in three four the serpent said unto her ye shall the, the woman said we can't eat lest we die the serpent said unto her ye shall not surely die what is he doing he's coming against god he's coming against god's word God said they would die, and remember, we're not going to cover that here because i got so much to cover, but remember, in the Bible, we find that death means separation. Amen? There's three kind of deaths talked about in the Bible, physical death, spiritual death, eternal death. I won't get into them now, but death means separation. So she said, if we eat the fruit, we will surely die or be separated from God. Oh, my goodness. I'm up against a commercial, and I haven't even really started in my notes. Hold on. I'll be right back. Hold on. This is going to get better.
0: Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile, LLC, is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at number 2com Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J. Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms, installs all types, that's John tile, the number two, dot 2com
1: Beloved, I've only got 14 minutes, so I'm going to talk a little fast. But keep up with me, because i got a bunch of stuff to say in 14 minutes. Okay, we just said that in verse 4, where are you, Pastor, Genesis 3-4, we just say, said that the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. And then in three six it says, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave unto her husband with her to eat that fruit. Amen. And then in 13, verse, that is verse 13, and the Lord said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. In other words, that word beguiled. The serpent tricked her. Amen? They, the, the serpent tricked her. All right? So the serpent tricked Eve to get power and dominion, and he got the dominion back from her because she sinned and lost her, all the power that, that God had given Adam and Eve. And look at verse twenty-three. That's three twenty-three. It says, "Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden, that is the man and the woman, to till the ground from whence they had taken." I wanted you to see right there that God sent them forth from the garden. So they lost their place because they came because the, the serpent came against came against God's plans and tricked them. That's how he did it. Satan had a plan against God. He had a plan against God's will, and God's will for Adam and Eve was not to eat the forbidden fruit. Satan came against God's will by trickery, and by trickery, he tricked Eve into eating what God had forbidden. But Satan didn't know about the law that you reap just what you sow. He caused Adam and Eve to break God's law against eating the forbidden fruit by tricking them. Amen? Now, in process of time, in process of time, God had established another law, and that law is the law of sin and death. And by the way, that law was broken by Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says, "For the law of sin and uh, uh, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death." But we're not talking about the wonderful thing that Jesus did for us. We're talking about after Adam and Eve was tricked by Satan, Amen, using the serpent, that is, that God had also established the law after that. And it's, it's laid out, the law of sin and death, it's laid out in Ezekiel 18.4. And it says in Ezekiel 18.4, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Now, that's very important. It didn't say, uh, it didn't say um, uh, uh, if you break the law or if you do so. Uh, no, it said the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Stay with me so you can understand what I'm saying. Remember that Satan knew about God's plan, but he came against God's plan because he wanted the power and dominion that Adam and Eve had. God had given them power and dominion in the earth. So he came against, he thought he was so shrewd and so wise and so smart And he had it all planned out. He used the serpent because he wanted the serpent to get the punishment if the thing went wrong. But if it went right, he would get the power. And sure enough, he did get the power of hell, death, and the grave. Satan had the power of death, hell, and the grave. It was transferred to him because it was Adam and Eve's lease to have dominion in the earth. But Satan tricked them out of it, amen, and and got that power. Through the power of sin But in process of time Look at this There's there's another law One of God's laws in operation We just talked about it before Galatians 6-7 You reap just what you sow You reap just what you sow Satan had tricked Adam and Eve Amen And because he tricked Adam and Eve Adam and Eve lost their place and lost their power. Amen. Well, like we said, in process of time. Jesus died on the cross. Look at Matthew 27:50. Matthew 27:50. Matthew 27:50 says, Jesus when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Amen. In other words now, usually I I I I lay this out more comprehensively for you to see it, but because we only have seven seven minutes, I had to shorten it a bit. So you're gonna have to stay with me, okay, beloved? Okay. So in process of time, now Satan had the dominion all that time, and and because sin entered the world, all mankind sins, and because all mankind sinned all mankind, no matter how nice you were, no matter how evil you were, you had to go down into hell. Now, I don't have time to teach about hell, that there were different compartments. There was a compartment for the righteous dead, like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but then there was a compartments for wicked, the wicked dead, like Ahab and wicked people. And Jesus, when he died, when he went down, into hell for three days and preach to the righteous dead so that they could be saved. But that's a whole nother teaching, okay? We're talking about the process of time went by and Jesus and G- but but before Jesus died on the cross, everybody, everybody, because Jesus hadn't paid for sin yet. So everybody when they died, I don't care how nice you were, I don't care how righteous you were, you had to go to hell. Amen. Why? Because all have sinned. The Bible concluded all under sin, for so all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But in process of time, Jesus died on the cross, and Satan and all Satan and all His agents had caused Jesus to be put to physical death. and they thought they were so smart. They thought they were so smart, but see, they had used trickery to trick Adam and Eve to get their power and dominion from them. And they put Jesus to death. Amen? Glory to God. But what Satan did not realize was that he he had violated Ezekiel 18.4. What did Ezekiel 18.4 say? God had established that law, and it said, The soul that sinneth, sinneth. It shall die. So when Satan, with all his wisdom and all his trickery, he came against God. He came against God. He thought he could battle against God and win. And he thought he was so smart. I won. I tricked God's people. And I got the, the dominion and power from them now. And, by, and so when he, in process of time, thousands of years went by, in process of time, Jesus died on the cross because Satan and his agents had put him to death. Amen? And so God literally talked to Satan and said, didn't my law say, the law, the law of sin and death say, the soul that sinneth, it shall die? And Satan, of course, would have had to say, yes, Lord, the uh, your law does say that. But Adam and Eve, they were sinners. They sinned against you. They broke your law. That's correct. But now how about you, Satan? What do you mean, Lord? My law says, just like you caused Adam and Eve to break my law, and I had to put them out the garden and take the power from them, you just broke my law. What do you mean, Lord? Don't Ezekiel 8 said the soul that sinneth? It shall die? And Satan said, well, yeah. And God said, well, but Jesus was without sin. You caused an innocent man to die. You broke my law. And just like when you caused Adam and Eve to break my law, and I had to take back the dominion from them and take their power and put them out, you broke my law, the law of sin and death. Now, all the other men that you caused to die, that was in accordance with my law, because they sinned, and if you sinned, you died. But you just put an innocent man to death. Jesus didn't have no sin. You broke my law, Satan, and for doing that, just like you tricked Adam and Eve, huh? trickery came back on you, and now you're tricked. You broke my law. And so I take your power from you. I strip you of all your power, of all your power, of all your dominion, because you broke my law. And so I, I command that you crawl on your belly. All my children you will be subject to when they command you to go in the name of Jesus. You must go, you wicked spirit. You broke my law, and now you're going to pay, just as you caused me to pay for Adam and Eve, now you're going to pay. Because just like you got him to break my law, you broke my law also. So the thing that you gave to them has come on you, has come on you, has come on you, glory to God, glory to God. So Satan got tricked by his trickery. And because he got tricked, glory to God, because he got tricked, he lost all power. He came against God and lost his whole kingdom. Now all power has been given, all power in heaven and earth has been given to the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ reigns in absolute power and dominion and authority. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Glory to God. Satan came against God. Glory to God. With trickery. And subtlety, and he thought he was so smooth. But our but our uh, proverb for tonight, Proverb 21, 30, 30 says, There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the law, against the Lord. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. Glory to God. God's plan prevails. The counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. And, beloved, God's counsel and God's plan for you is that you be born again. Glory to God is that you be born again, that your spirit man be made alive by God's spirit, that you become a a son and daughter of the living God by being born into the family of God, by being born again, glory to God. And you can be born again by asking Jesus Christ to save you. Repent of your sins. Repent simply means turn away. Turn and go the opposite way. If you are against God, turn around and say, God, I see that I'm a sinner, glory to God. I see I tried to run my own life, and it ain't working out for me. And I need help, glory to God. I ask you for help. Glory to God, I ask you to save me. I repent of my sins. I, I, I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to forgive me for my sins. And then ask the Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, you died on the cross for me. You won back power and authority. You won it back so that we could have it through you. Glory to God. I want to be saved. Glory to God. I want to be saved. Glory to God. I want to be redeemed by your blood. Lord Jesus, save me, glory to God. Save me, Lord Jesus. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to judgment in hell. I don't want to die, meaning separation from God forever. Death means separation from God, separation from your physical body, and then separated in hell, waiting for judgment day. And then on judgment day, if your name is not in the book of life, you're separated from God for eternity. You don't want that, beloved. You don't want to be separated from God for eternity. You'll be, in, you'll be in the lake, and your companions will be the devil and his angels and all these wicked demons and spirits, wicked, unclean spirits. They're all thrown in the lake, and you'll be in there with them, but you'll have to be with them for eternity. Glory to God. You don't want that, beloved. Cry out to Jesus. Say it in your own words. Say, Jesus, save me. Say it in your own words. I can lead you in prayer, but it has to come from your heart. That's a good start. And after you get through praying and asking him to save you, make sure you go to a Bible-believing church, and they'll explain salvation to you in greater detail and tell you what else you need to do. You need to get saved. You need to get filled. You need to renew your mind. Glory to God. Glory to God. I love you. I tell you the truth. Glory to God. Choose God. Glory to God. For there is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. God bless you. Bible has the answers. I love you. See you next week. Bye-bye now.
0: I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m., Never Had It So Good Gospel 107 Pastor Williams believes If you have a question the Bible Has the answers Join us Wednesday on the show Or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church In Columbia, South Carolina Where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7pm Sabbath Friday service at 7pm And Saturday Sabbath day service At 12 noon Our motto is It pays to serve God Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams Live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107 Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.